Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. everybody, Terilyn here, and I'm going to start us out with a high five. My high five is to teenagers and their silliness. I have really enjoyed, uh, my oldest is 14, and, you know, it's been just such a, honestly, such a joy, like, watching her become, (laughs) be a teenager. And my high five specifically goes to, I was in the kitchen, she had some friends over, and the other night and it was kind of late and I was just feeling silly and I was I don't know like doing the dishes or something and I just started singing the Star Spangled Banner I don't know why like it just came into my mind and I started singing it and Lydia my daughter instantly like I'm talking within a millisecond jumped right in and we just sang the first line together and just started laughing so hard like she's just at an age where we can do that like I was just laughing after like that was so fun I was just random there started seeing the star swiggled banner and you just instantly joined like full blown, like all in just with me. And then we just laughed about it. Like that's a full, like, you know, I'm not going to get that from other ages so much, you know, like it was just so funny. It was so fun. So funny. So goofy. So silly. Like her friends tell me stories and I just laugh and they share with me when they do stuff that like, I love it that they like share with me. Anyway, I just love it. Love it, love it, love it. Silliness of teenagers. They can jump in and sing the Star Spangled Banner with you out of nowhere and think it's fun. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that's cute. Love that. You're doing something right, Terilyn, because I feel like that's really fun that you're you're just it's, like have a good connection with her and all your all her friends. That's so fun. I love it. It's so fun. Although the huge, you know, actually no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Good. Thank you. She's <laughs> gonna receive that. Thank you. Yes, yes, take it in. Um, okay, mine is a face balm, and that is just I've just been sick this last week, and it was a bummer because it was a holiday weekend. So it was like, well, in some ways, it was nice because Cam was home a lot more. So it actually made it a lot easier just for me to like really take it easy. Um, but anyway, yeah, just being sick. I feel like whenever that does happen, it's one thing when your kids are sick, and but as long as I'm not sick it's okay. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's not fun. I'm sorry that they feel they're not good, but at least I'm not sick so that I can actually help them. But with this one, it was like, oh, I just, anyway, it was, it was not a very fun week. So face palm to that. I'm I'm sorry. I feel like everyone I know has been sick consecutively for the last month. (laughs) We've entered the season. Um, And with and with little kids, your sleep suffers so much. So I'm sorry. Um, Okay, I have a high five, and that is, um, we've been doing a little. We just started, so we'll see how long it lasts. But um, whenever our kids are in activities, I feel like there's always something that they want to get better on, better at in their chosen activity or sport. And 
so we've been when we have time in the evenings we'll like let them pick a skill they want to work on and we'll look up like a tutorial on how to do it and then and we'll work on it a little bit as a family and it's really fun because it's like play but it's like play that I like <laughs> like there's sometimes some types of play with kids that I just don't even enjoy so I'm feeling like half-heartedly there the whole time but getting better at physical skills is one of my favorite activities <laughs> and so even when it's like my son who plays soccer I don't necessarily like play or I'm obsessed with soccer but it's fun to be like oh so that's like the technique that can help you get a little better at that and it's been really fun to work on and there's so many Instagram and YouTube accounts of these people who are like amazing coaches for high level athletes who will teach you a way to do a skill and so it's like you know you're you're getting that like little peek into like someone who's amazing at these things so anyways that has been super fun to do as a family yeah that's really cool and how cool that we live in a time of life where you actually can learn from experts on so many pretty much anything it's pretty cool like there's been no other time in life where you can do that so I i agree that's really fun that's awesome yeah it's super fun okay so we have a listener question today and it is from kayla sean And she asks, how do you motivate yourself to do habits that you know will bring you joy when you you are lacking motivation? And I love questions about habits and routines and rituals because sometimes it just takes hearing someone just say those words that can re-motivate me to be like, oh, yeah, all my habits Mm -hmm. (laughs) have gone out the window. And so for me, when I come into a low with my habits, it's oftentimes because the reason my internal desire or willpower has dipped is usually because physically or mentally I'm drained or my my body or my brain is using that energy that that I would use for those habits for other things. Like I'm thinking about a certain situation a lot or I'm not sleeping enough because of babies. Um, And so just looking at where I can better take care of myself, because for me, my motive, like my um, habit motivation or whatever you call it is, I have to feel like I want to do those things. And um, we've talked a little bit about Gretchen Rubin's personality typing for motivation. And I can't remember what she calls the whole system. Do you guys remember? Isn't it the four tendencies? Yes, the four tendencies. So it's how you are motivated. And my, like, I'm a, a rebel. I'm, I'm not, I'm only motivated by my own desire to do something. And so for me looking at if, if I don't want to do this, why? And usually it's because like, I've been, I've been treating my body kind of like a machine and it's like, you will do these habits. (laughs) And my body's like, I don't want to though. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't I want to? And usually it comes back to 
the, you know, I'm really tired or I'm not eating well. Like I'm not taking care of my body or I'm not, I'm not having enough like time alone or white space, whatever. Like for some reason, my body is like, I don't even have the energy to do those extra things. So looking at that has really helped me get back into the habits and, and making it so that it's like, I actually now want to do them. I'm not forcing myself to, cause that just, it never works for me to, to force myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I feel like, yeah, if, it's so true. Cause it's like, if I'm in a stage of life where, you know, like if you do have babies that are still waking up in the night, it is, it's gonna, I think your motivate, at least for me, it's like your motivation is going to look a little bit different because yeah, like for me, it's like that sleep is so important that sometimes you do sacrifice maybe doing other things. It's like, I really need this. So I think the other thing too, for Kayla or anybody else thinking of this is like, I think that that can change in different times of our lives too. And we have episodes about that a lot, like where it's like your desire and motivation might look a little different at different times. Like I feel like my desire and motivation looks a lot different now. Like my youngest is two over two, a little over two. And yeah, like my motivation looks different than either when I'm nine months pregnant or had just had a baby. So I think that's also something to maybe give yourself a little bit of grace too, where it's like, oh man, I, I just don't know if I'm like have the same motivation that I used to, or like, I really want to do this thing, but, but it's like, there's also so many factors going into how you're feeling both physically and emotionally that sometimes like sleep is going to be like the most important thing for you. And you really need that. And so anyway, I think that there's something there too, of like <clears throat> paying attention to like what you said, Felicia, there are some things where it's like, okay, what can I change to maybe give myself some more fuel and also recognizing when it's okay to give yourself a little grace when you're maybe not feeling as motivated as you'd like to. So, and the word the word that's coming to my mind as you guys are talking is nourishing. What's nourishing to you in the season that you're in? Mm. When I was pregnant or with babies, nourishing looked like naps, baths, nourishing food, books. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, yeah, and getting outside. Like I'd go outside and like go for walks and stuff, but. Now, nourishing looks to me like doing something that's hard that I'm passionate about. You know what I mean? That, that's yes. nourishing to me now. But when I was pregnant or had little babies, that would have been exhausting and draining for me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to me, the question is, what is nourishing to you right now? And then be okay with that might be different than it used to be. Or for this phase, it's something different. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good question that's like coming up in my mind what's nourishing for me now is definitely different than it used to be. And that's mm-hmm. good. It's good. So let yeah. it change, you know? Totally. I like that word nourishing. I think that's a good, like all encompassing one. Cause it nourishing can encompass rest. And like you just said, it's like, and it might be something that pulls you to do something that's very yeah. exerting, you know what I mean? But yeah. it can look. So I, I think that's a good one. Um, something for me, when I was thinking about this question, like how do I motivate myself to do habits that bring me joy when I'm lacking the motivation? This comes from, so also to take in Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, I'm a, an obliger, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, I said it and I was like, wait, is that the right thing? Um, and which means that a lot of my motivation can come from like almost being accountable and like being with other people. So like having that community or it really helps if I involve, you know, like my husband in my goals, it just helps me feel more motivated to do it. So that was one thing and something this tip also comes from Atomic Habits. Um, we will post, we'll like put that episode in because 
that book is really great for anything. Like it's just very motivating. Um, and it's so, there's so many practical tips for how to kind of like answer this question, like how, when I'm lacking a little motivation, there's so many little things that we can do that almost work in our favor to, I think, not only increase our motivation, but it just makes it easier to actually do the things that we want to do. And so one of those things for me that I think increases my motivation is like being accountable. So that can all, that can look like if I have, you know, like me and my husband, we have like a whiteboard in our room that like, if we, um, like we'll like write down our goals at the beginning of the week or something that we're working on. And it really helps for me. Like if I can just talk to him about it, like at the end of the day of like, Oh yeah, like I wanted to do these things and this is where I was. That's really motivating for me. And I think it helps me do it, but it also can, like, if I don't talk to him about it, I feel like even just keeping track of it is naturally motivating for me. Um, do I always do it? Not always, but like, that's a big one. Like if I feel like, man, I really want to do this and I know that this will bring me joy or like it will do these things but maybe I'm lacking a little motivation. Like that accountability tracker not only makes it easier for me to remember that that was something that I was working on, but it helps me like almost during the day be like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about this later tonight. And it like helps motivate me to do it. Um, So that one's like been kind of a good one for me that, yeah, has been helpful. And I think it's an, it's empowering for me. Cam, I feel like my husband, he's good. Like he started a long time ago. He does, we, we've talked about this before, but he does get like a calendar for each month of the year. And it's just, you know, like something you can print off online for free. And then he will just like, he'll, he'll have things that he's working on and every day he'll like track them. Like he'll say, he'll kind of like, and he just does it on his own. Um, and sometimes we'll talk about it, but it's just like his own thing. And it's really cool. Cause I feel like that's a really good use of, again, I think it's a good motivator and it's a good way. If it's something that you really want to do, it's a very easy way to like almost hold yourself accountable to doing it. So those are some fun, fun tools. Yeah. And I think it's so good to know what you are. We'll, we'll include the link for our four t- tendencies episode, but Felicia knowing that she's a rebel, what she's motivated by, um, Caitlin knowing what she's motivated by, motivated by as an obliger, that it's external, that it's connect, that kind of connection accountable to something. And I am a questioner. So for me, it's almost like I have to sell myself. It's internal motivation, but I have to sell myself on it. So for me, that's why I, that's the reason why I'm so obsessed with books. So to this question, how do you motivate yourself to do habits that bring you joy when you're lacking motivation? For me, I'm like, give me a book on the subject. I'm waning on my meditation practice. I'm going to read a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stress Less Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And it's going to motivate me, right? Or my morning routine. I'm going to read Miracle Morning and I'm in, right? It like sells me. It's like I'm I'm literally like giving myself a sales pitch. So so to be clear, a book I know is many hours, but it could also look like Googling. What are the benefits of this? And then I'm like, oh my, wow, heart health, this, this, like it just blow my it blows my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm in because I just gave myself information, knowing that information motivates me, right? Whereas for somebody else, that honestly might not be motivating at all. So I guess what we're saying here is there's a lot of different options depending on what motivates you. So again, we'll include that episode because knowing that about yourself is going to help you a lot to know what motivates you. Um, So for me, information. And then the second tip I'm going to give that really helps me is habit stacking, man. And we'll also include an episode on that from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Uh, It is so good. And it's really, honestly, it's so great. And it works for my kids too. 
So the concept of habit stacking is where you take something you want to do and you pair it with something that you're already doing or that you love, you either love or you're doing easily. So, um, say brushing your teeth, maybe it's not your passion. You're maybe not passionate about brushing your teeth. However, you do it every day, right? It's just like part of your, well, some people we know are passionate about brushing their teeth, (laughs) but you know, maybe something easy. They're like, yes, I do this. Like I can do this every day. So, but before I do it, um, I'm going to like, I know people with really, it's going to sound silly, but like tight calves who need to stretch their calves. So they start standing on their calf structure while they uh, brush their teeth. Or uh, I just, in my last episode that I did by myself was if you're going to ground, like I love grounding when I'm in the shower or tub. Like there's something there about like you're connected to the water. Just have that be like where I like focus in for a minute of like aligning and grounding. You tap into that and then it just becomes a habit. So once you do it, um, it's like a, I do this before I brush my teeth now. Yeah. Okay, cool. So every time I, when you go to brush your teeth, you're going to be like, wait, have I done that thing? Or, you know, have I, have I grounded in the shower? I'm going to connect it to picking up the soap. When I pick up the soap, I'm going to take a minute, breathe in the soap. And I'm going to think, okay, connecting in to myself, alignment, and little stuff like that, where you can just connect it. Food in the morning is a great have a stacker thing for me. Like my cue before I eat is to do this, right? So have I done my essentials yet? Great. And it's, it helps me remember, you know what I mean? So it's like, have I done this? Okay, awesome. I have, I'm going to eat. So that sounds like a reward. I'm not using the food as a reward. I'm just using it as like a reminder for myself, yeah. you know? <clears throat> so I think habit stacking is seriously magical. Take something that's already easy for you and then tack on. And actually I like to literally, I do it as a subconscious cue. The picking up of the toothbrush is going to remind me of this. You know what I mean? So it's actually like you, you choose a specific time in that, um, task to be your trigger. And then actually after that, it's really cool. It becomes a trigger, you know, Mm -hmm. I think so habit stacking is brilliant. And I think it's an awesome tool to help motivate yourself to do stuff like that. And on that note, every single thing that Carolyn was saying that she was stacking together, it was never before I eat, I'm going to meditate for three hours. Like just I think as we're starting habits or new rituals and we, we read about them and it's like, oh, okay. So I need 45 minutes cardio. I need hour of meditation. I need, and it's like, pump the brakes for a sec, start small and create the habit. And if it's serving you, then you can make it bigger. But I think for me, I will often do that where I'm so excited about so many things that I don't do any of them because I can't do them all. And so really um, like paring stuff down so that you actually do it and create the window. And then maybe, yeah, in different seasons or different phases, they'll become bigger, but it can be paralyzing to have too much or, or too high of an expectation for the things. Yes. In fact, this brings us to that beautiful I can't remember who taught us this, but I love the concept where with any habit, you have a floor and a ceiling, mm-hmm. right? And so it's the concept of momentum. You know, some people, when they go to the gym, they'll say, I'm only going to go to the gym for five minutes. Literally, I'm going to get on the treadmill, which, oh, I'm, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do this <laughs> thing. I'm going to walk into this class for five minutes. And if I want to go after five minutes, I'm going to go. And you give yourself that permission. But there's something magical about momentum. 
most of the time you go and then you're doing it and you're like, I, this is so, I'm so, feel so good. I'm so glad I'm here. Right. Mm-hmm. So by paring it down, it seems like we're like underachieving, but it's actually the opposite of that. When we choose, like we can do this for five minutes. I can meditate for one minute. I can literally count 10 breaths, right? Can I breathe for 10 breaths? Sure. I can do that. If I'm thinking I got to meditate for an hour for it to count right off the bat, that's going to be really hard. But yeah, just the concept of 10 breaths, once I'm there and it's like, you know, this feels good. I'm going to do it for a few more minutes, whatever, or let it grow in my life. But I'm really glad Felicia brought that up because there's something about momentum, starting something, and then you let the momentum of it carry you. And then the other thing is, um, and we'll include our, we have some stuff about essentials and our morning practice. But I think any habit that you think is good for you should be able to be pared down to six minutes or less. So you can always hold the space for that habit no matter what. And then hopefully, you know, for our miracle morning, I like it if it's an hour. But if I don't have time and it's only six minutes, it's only six minutes and that space is still there. You're still holding that in your life. So that's a really good point, Felicia. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah. One other thing that I just want to add is that I think sometimes, and especially with with my little tool that I brought up, I think a big deterrent for me is the all or nothing trap. Like I'm like, if I didn't do it every day this week or like, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, then it just didn't matter. Like, I don't know. Like sometimes it's easy for me to just write it off. And I think that that can be, it's just like not helpful for us. So I like it because I think in Atomic Habits, he talked about that, that it's like, don't get caught up. Like, especially if you're tracking, it's like, oh, but I did it every day, but like I missed this day or whatever, whatever you're doing. I think that's just a good thing to note that it's like, it's okay. Like if you didn't do it that day, it's okay. And you can just keep going, like keep moving forward. And I think that's another thing to remember is that it's like, if you're wanting to motivate yourself, don't let yourself get trapped in that. Cause I think that is a big one for me. And I've had to like consciously be aware of it, that it's like, it doesn't matter if I miss a time or a day, I can just keep going. And there's power in that momentum too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just giving yourself the grace, like we really aren't machines. And I think sometimes our society can make us feel like that's the best way to be. Like there's so much just up at four and just let's do this like this. It is a really like masculine, like this society we're seeped in of like, you must be achieving all the time. And it's not true. Like what feels good? What feels good? And sometimes it feels good to sleep in and that's okay. (laughs) And that voice, that voice though, I mean, that really... It's really like a that really inspired me. That there. drove the point home. Four in the morning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can you make us a pump up affirmation? <laughs> that voice, please. My favorite is like there's just like a wave of people on social media that like show their clocks. It's like three fifty nine a.m. I'm up. It's like no, <laughs> no, you're not. That's not the standard. Like no. Anyways. All right. Well, we love habits. You know, we do. And we love taking care of ourselves. We're not machines. <laughs> so thanks for the question, Kayla. And we hope this helps you find a little more magic. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <laughs> Brown cows. <laughs>